The views and opinions expressed by the hosts and guests of Reality Realty are not necessarily the views or opinions of Northumberland 89.7 FM. The information given is designed to be informative and helpful. You should always consult a professional when buying or selling your home. This is Reality Realty. I'm Dale Bryant, and I'm a real estate broker with Royal LePage ProAlliance Realty Brokerage. General Motors has announced they're shutting down their Oshawa facilities in 2019. Oshawa is their most awarded production plant, yet they're still shutting it down. Donald Trump is once again threatening to shut down government if he doesn't receive funding to build his wall. Well, there's two places that aren't getting shut down. One is illegal marijuana shops, and two, you won't get shut down here on Reality Realty. So get ready, get set for your favorite local real estate forum every Thursday morning at this time. We take on, we talk about, and we interview guests on all things real estate with a direct focus on Northumberland County and the communities within it. Something you will want to shut down, however, is risk and uncertainty when buying or selling a home. And as I've mentioned before on the show, your real estate success and experience is going to be directly proportional to the quality of the team in your corner. And a critical part of this team is the legal component. I suggest stacking the team in your favor. SMM Law, right here in Northumberland County, is already looking out for your best interests, by making it possible for us to deliver valuable real estate information to you each and every week here on Reality Realty. I suggest you make Sarah Jacob and her team an official part of yours. If you saw my social media post this morning, you'll know that today's guest will be one of the long-standing pillars in our real estate community. You've seen his signs before for sale signs, you've seen his advertising, and if you've bought or sold real estate any time in the past 31 years, there's a good chance that our guest has been involved in your transaction. Joining us shortly will be Jack Dupuy, real estate broker with Royal LePage Pro Alliance Realty Brokerage, and we'll be talking condos. For those who have never lived in a condo, we're going to take, we're, we're hopefully going to take the mystery out of the condo structure and condo ownership. Before we get into today's topics, let's see what's happening in the snapshot report for November 29, 2018. There have been 104 single-family residential sales over the past month, and that's down seven sales from last week's report. This leaves us with a declining inventory of 389 residential listings for sale. The average selling price of successful sales over the past year is up $1,000 over last week's report to approximately $413,000. During the past year, people have received on average approximately 98% of their asking price in a market time of 46 days. We're still in a seller's market here in Northumberland County with an absorption rate at approximately 27% based on the past month's sales trend. That means we have a residential home inventory that can satisfy approximately 3.7 months of sales at the rate homes have been selling. 
As always, I research these Northumberland County statistics and I calculate the absorption rate using information from CoreLogic's matrix system. Matrix is the local realtor component of the MLS system. So if you're thinking of buying or selling a home, you'll want this information to be area specific, specific to the property type you're dealing with and the price band it's in. So what do you do? You talk to your local realtor to get the information that's most relevant to you. No one, and I repeat, no one, understands the Northumberland real estate market better than a Northumberland realtor who's a member of the Northumberland Hills Association of Realtors. Today's mortgage rates. Five-year fixed is as low as 3.59% and a five-year variable as low as 2.85%. And as always, some conditions do apply. Today's mortgage rates come to us from mortgage broker Carol Ann Bryant with Dominion Lending Centers Alliance. And folks, that is your current snapshot of the residential real estate market here in Northumberland County. And I would just like to remind everyone that the views and opinions expressed on Reality Realty or any of the articles presented do not represent necessarily the views and opinions of the station of the Northumberland Hills Association of Realtors or of any real estate brokerage or realtor. They're simply our views and opinions at this time. So for a couple of years now, I've been trying to arrange today's guest. He's a very busy realtor. And finally, today's the day. We have one of the most knowledgeable and sought-after realtors in Northumberland County here. We have Jack Dupuy, real estate broker with Royal LePage Pro Alliance Realty. Welcome to the show, Jack, and thanks for taking the time out to join us. Well, it's my pleasure to be here, Dale. Yeah, well, condos. Uh, we're we're going to be talking condos today, Jack. This is a first time in well i've i've been i'm in the, my fifth year this is the first time in four and a bit years that uh we've taken on condos which which is long time coming because uh we have a pretty strong condo segment here in in northumberland county don't we, we indeed we do and it's becoming more and more popular all the time what with uh, the um I'm not going to say exodus, but with the movement of uh, a lot of retirees from Points West to Northumberland, mm-hmm. it's, um, there's, there's a, a lot of interest in, uh, in condos right now. Yeah, and, and so you and I, we're going to be talking condos. Yeah. So why in the world, why in the world would anybody want to listen to us and believe anything we have to say here? um well it's it's everybody's it's their prerogative you know people can believe what what they want to believe but um uh, i've sold a number of condos and i know you have and Mm -hmm. and um you can see why people um are interested in them um i bought a condo myself because there was a change in my uh, physical condition and i could no longer you know kind of look after a big property um, and the condo is is the answer because um, all of your uh, maintenance, out exterior maintenance, uh, is is taken care of by the condominium corporation. And people shy away from the uh, from the fees from the monthly uh, condo fees um, sometimes, but they should really analyze that closely when you really think about um, you know what what is covered by the condo by monthly condo fees. Um, it really is attractive. There's, there is a, 
um, an economy of scale there when everybody is chipping mm-hmm. in to get the job done. So, um, yeah, that, to me, that's the major attraction is that for people who are no longer able to or no longer wish to shovel snow and cut grass and, and uh, clean windows and uh, et cetera, the things that go with all that exterior maintenance, condominium ownership is the answer. Well, <clears throat> people might think, people might think they have a good idea of what a condo is. Mm-hmm. And I think people, people's minds, I'm going to guess, people's minds likely go towards an apartment-style building. Mm-hmm. And I would think that if, if people were to describe what a condo is, they, they, might, they might end up describing an apartment building. But that's not necessarily what a condo is. It's, it's not necessarily describing the building at all. It, it's different than that, isn't it? It sure is. Condominium is an ownership concept. And, and the, a condo can be an apartment, a townhome, even a detached home, S- you know, standing on its own. It can be a fully detached home. We have examples of that here in Northumberland. Um, and uh, lots of them, in fact, in, in uh, Port Hope down on uh, Fenton Lane, that development has freestanding uh, houses that are a condominium concept, which means that they share in the maintenance of the roadway um, and the cost of maintaining the exterior, the, the snow removal and the grass cutting, all of that is shared by everybody, by the condo corporation. So it need not be an apartment at all. And you're right, a lot of people do mistakenly believe that, oh, I, I could never live in an apartment. Well, it's uh, myself, I live in a townhome. It's one of eight units in, in one building. So there are a lot of things are shared, but I have my own front door. We don't, I don't share entrances or hallways or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And, and even <clears throat> we have several examples in our community as well where we have a common elements condominium where, where there's actually puddles, uh, parcels of tied land. And so basically the only condo element is, is uh, back laneways. Absolutely. Yeah, so, so they come in all different shapes and sizes. That's right. Uh, but the, the, when you say condo, you should be thinking about a type of ownership, a shared ownership. A shared ownership. Condo, condominium is a corporation, and the corporation um, has shares. Each owner of, of a unit, of a share, right, uh, contributes monthly to the fees, and that's what creates the condominium corporation. And as you say, the corporation can own only a laneway or uh, it can be responsible for, um, you know, a large parcel, including several, you know, uh, apartment dwellings or something mm-hmm. of that nature. Yeah. And, and you know, you were, you were speaking already, Jack, about the popularity and the popularity about... You know, you have a group of people. You have a cor- you have a group of people who have formed a corporation who are together paying for the maintenance. And 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 we are very often, much most often, we're much stronger together than we are apart. Yes. But it it is funny because you and I both hear often if somebody, especially say a couple, and maybe one's thinking towards condos and one isn't. Uh, would you agree that quite often the objection is, oh, I don't like the condo fees. Totally, totally. And, and uh, that should be the least of their concerns. That should be the least of their concerns. But um, I will say that, that anybody contemplating condominium ownership 
has to really analyze it and, and decide whether they are ready for it. Um, just as an example, I ran into a couple many years ago um, who sold their home in the country and moved into a condominium downtown. And, uh, and they had a dog, and the dog was allowed. Mm-hmm. And um, after about eight months, they decided this was not the life for them. He was a hobbyist, and he was bored stiff and needed, you know, distraction, needed a place, a little workshop, and mm-hmm. really didn't have room for that. And so, so they actually sold the condo and moved to um, a smaller house in town. So, because they weren't ready. But a few years later, they were. Yeah, so so they were rural to start with, and they yes. so they they made the two step jump in one. Yes, agreed. And, and it was just likely a bit too much too soon. That's right. Yeah, That's right. and and uh, so these these condos, I mean, it has the advantage and and of of sharing in that maintenance. And quite often, I might respond to somebody by saying, "Okay, well, where do you live now? And what happens if the roof takes on damage? Now you have to." come up with that all on your own. Whereas the condo corporation, you're, you're replacing or repairing that roof together. And so, you know, you either take on those because, I mean, th- there's wear and tear on, on our detached uh, freehold homes as well. So, so it, is, it is different. Now, the, the interesting part of that is, and is the condo fees, and, and, uh, and maybe we'll get into the fees later, but Another another um, benefit, I think, that really applies in Northumberland County to condo living, is is the fact we have a lot of people who are retired or near retirement, and they don't like to stay in necessarily Ontario twelve months of the year. Well, what's that all about, Jack? Well, it is attractive to snowbirds. There's no question about that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's uh, it doesn't. It doesn't uh, completely eliminate the need for uh, supervision of the unit, you know. Um, in, a, in an apartment-style condo, yes, it does. You mm-hmm. lock the door and you go. And mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how long you're away, things are taken care of. You notify the property management company, of course, when you're going away for any period of time, but uh, so that they're aware. Will they do a walkthrough in that case, Jack? I'm... I'm curious. I, I about don't that. think so. No, I don't think so. Because last 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 year, uh, my wife and I we went away for about five six weeks, and uh, and our insurance our insurer uh, wanted to have somebody go through our home and walk this uh, the the perimeter of our home, go around the house every three days. Oh, I see that kind of walkthrough. Yeah. Yes, that's right. If you're if you're away and that still holds yeah. true. That still holds true. Um, if um, uh, I had neighbors, I have neighbors who um, used to go away every winter and they had someone, they hired someone actually to come mm-hmm. in uh, two or three times a week. That's when I would see them. Uh, to just check everything, even though they shut off the water before mm-hmm. they left and things like that. They took precautions, and they had set up some um, alarm-type systems if anything should fail, if the furnace should fail or, you know. So um, uh, you do still have to satisfy the insurance mm-hmm. uh, companies and, and make sure that the property is being visited to make sure that the heat is on. Yeah, for, uh, for sure. And 
And then also with, um, with that scenario, as far as advantages go, I mean, we have some condos in some pretty sweet locations here in Northumberland County. And, and, and the first place my head goes is, is the harbor, the marina area mm-hmm. in Coburg. And the, what a variety there is there, too. Mm-hmm. You know, you have apartment style and you have townhouse style. You have over-under and, mm-hmm. and side-by-side. You know, there's, there's a, a good variety to choose from. And, and walk out your front door of your condo and the amount of amenities within mm-hmm. a very short walking distance. I mean, to try and get that kind of amenities from a short walking distance of your detached home, uh, that's a difficult thing to find. And, and that might be pretty dear to be able to afford that kind of uh, situation. So, so for sure, popularity is there. I believe I read a stat over the past week where they're talking about one in so many new builds are condos in Ontario and, and that, that ratio, and I wish I remembered, but I don't, but, that, but what I do remember is that ratio is growing. Yes. It's growing fast. Yes. Um, we sort of spoke on this. We, we sort of alluded to this, but... There is a downside. You mentioned not everybody is ready. That's and, right. And you talked about that those uh, that one couple who, you know, found out they weren't quite ready. What are some, what are some downsides of condo ownership or condo living? Well, it, the um, the first that I'll mention is that um, is the proximity of neighbors. You know, obviously, if you're sharing space, you're you're going to be much closer. Uh, to neighbors and um, uh, you know sometimes you know that's what people buy in the country for is to get away from from the congestion of having neighbors there's benefit to having neighbors being within sight and sound of others for security reasons for Mm -hmm. instance but um, uh, but some people don't like uh, you know congestion and uh, in an apartment building, for instance, you're going to have that. You're going to have to greet people in the hallway as you go to and from your suite and that sort of thing. Um, and some people are more private than that. And they're mm-hmm. a little, you know, a little shy about that. Mm-hmm. Another is the management of the corporations because, and I'm not talking property managers here that you hire. I'm talking about uh, directors of mm-hmm. the corporation is that, um, every condominium corporation has to have uh, three directors who are owners on the board um, who uh, get involved in, and, um, in the management of uh, the condominium corporation. And um, it's, they're volunteer possessions. And um, they, there's, they're not really, it's not an onerous position necessarily unless it's a large corporation that faces a lot of, you know, uh, complaints and issues with some of its um, owners and members. But um, uh, it's, I, I, I remember one uh, client um, who was on the board, was president of their corporation for year after year after year, and they, they said, you know what, um, I'm getting out of the condo, and we sold the unit, and he bought a, a, a small semi, mm-hmm. a new semi here in town, and uh, he said it had become a job, it, and I was yeah. retired. I didn't want a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, and and because, you know, somebody has an issue or a thought, and who do they go to? Exactly. They go to the board. Well, well Jack, 
I'm, I'm going to stop us here. We, we will still continue to talk about some uh, potential disadvantages of condo, uh, condo ownership. We're going to get into a lot more things, folks. We're going to get into the financials, the reserve funds, uh, some of the structures there. So don't go away. You've been listening to Reality Realty, Northumberland 89.7 FM's local real estate talk. Join us after this break. We'll be right back. My name is John Racine, and I would like to invite you to listen to my new show, Business Insights with John Racine, Thursdays right after the noon news. Join me as I discuss the entrepreneurial success stories of some of Northumberland's premier business leaders. That's Business Insights with John Racine, every Thursday at noon, here on Northumberland 89.7, truly local radio. What's wrong? I don't want to make toys. What? I was thinking of becoming a dentist. Then I realized I want to make something that will keep children happy for years to come. I want to make musical instruments for Long and McQuaid. Come into any Long and McQuaid musical instruments this holiday season and let our elves help you with some expert advice. Purchase, rent, or rent to own at unbeatable rates. Anything else would be abominable. <laughs> Are you suffering from holiditis? Aggravated case of holidosis? Feel like it's time for a holidectomy just to relieve the pain caused by long hours of holiday shopping? Well, downtown Coburg has the cure for what ails you. Rediscover the joy of the season with a classic small town Christmas experience. Shops, spas, boutiques, let downtown Coburg be the cure for the common holiday. Side effects may include smiling, happiness, and a warm, fuzzy feeling. Consult your doctor to see if downtown Coburg is right for you. Tell me when will you be mine? Condo, 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 condo. <laughs> How do you like that, Jack? <laughs> Good. Yeah, good. Welcome back. This is Northumberland 89.7 FM Reality Realty with Dale Bryant. And our topic this morning is condos. And with us here, we have Jack Dupuy, real estate broker. So do you remember that jingle, Jack? Quando, quando, quando. Quando, quando? Well, that, that was, that was um, a radio ad back in 2011. And it was from uh, Lawrence Park Condominiums in Toronto. I don't remember. And Jack, I, I can't hear the word or say the word condo without, in my head, hearing condo, 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 condo. <laughs> you know, it's one of those jingles that just gets a hold of you. Well, no one is likely going to recommend me as a singer. But as a realtor, I'm often asked who in town I would recommend for different service work. And when I refer someone, it's not because I'm part of a networking group and it's expected of me to uh, refer fellow uh, members. It's because I actually believe in them. And that's why I'm so grateful to have Sarah Jacob from SMM Law as both a Reality Realty sponsor and someone I have full confidence in recommending to clients. You can certainly trust SMM Law with your real estate transactions. Before the break, Jack, we started into looking at some disadvantages of potential disadvantages of living in a condo one when you mentioned a little bit about privacy you know you come in and out of your condo you're liable to see people and and maybe you just want privacy i mean i love saying hello to people mm -hmm. so that that would me be too. like a bonus for me yep. just to say hello to people um are there any other uh disadvantages of the condo life uh 
that's that's a tough one. I uh, I I don't I don't think so. Although I know uh, some people have um, who and and it tends to be more the privacy thing or the job thing mm-hmm. um, that drives people. Um, out of uh, condos. I've seen a few condos turn over and people said it's because they could um, uh, they could hear people upstairs mm-hmm. or something like that, you know, and, and occasionally, it, you know, that does that does happen and, mm-hmm. I mean, people are people and when you're living in close quarters, but that's a privacy thing. Um, and sometimes it has to do with, um, with simply um, rules and regs, like every mm-hmm. corporation has got rules and regs and for instance you, you don't have the freedom to do some of the things you might want to do with a condominium corporation you can't change the color of the front door you can't put a hole through the wall without going through hoops so you know you there are there are you know some pretty strict rules and regs that are intended to protect the you know and for the benefit of all involved but Still, it doesn't give you that freedom to do whatever mm-hmm. you like with your home. Yeah, and so there's there's a few major documents that are floating around that that uh, dictate these rules and regulations and and how how people how condominium corporations are structured and and uh, and and I mean first we have the Condominium Act uh, 1998 and that has to be adhered to. That is law. Uh, then and then each condo will have a declaration. Declaration typically being an outline of the different components of of the condo units and and uh, common elements and how boards right. will be set up. Uh, you, you get a description, which is maybe a detailed mm-hmm. document on that breakdown. Absolutely. And and then the rules and regulations and and bylaws and bylaws. Yes. Um, so so maybe. A, I mean, some of us are rule keepers, and some of us are not. You just have to maybe go to the mall and see who who likes to park in the non-parking spots, right? <laughs> to see who who may be frustrated by rules. Yeah. But if you love that condo, because it's it's already twenty years old, and it looks like it's four. Mm-hmm. That's got something in large part due to some rules and regulations, doesn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. And good planning. Yes. Yes. And now it's even more onerous because a few years ago, um, uh, the Condo Act was was amended. It's had many amendments, but um, uh, it was amended to include a need or or, um, a requirement for uh, a reserve fund study every six years. And that uh, with an interim study uh, after three years in between each of the major uh, studies. And that study is pretty extensive. It's a thorough, thorough physical inspection of the entire you know uh, structure whatever mm-hmm. whatever it is um, and um, who does that study Jack well typically it's uh, an architect or an engineer mm-hmm. okay typically you can get there are um, uh, you can get appraisers some appraisers are qualified to do that too mm-hmm. uh, real estate appraisers but uh, generally speaking, it's it's architects and engineers, and they go around and look at all the physical components, and they list them on a on a great big long list as to what each component is and what its expected life is. So that gives a forecast, and that's how the reserve fund is 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 uh, structured, so that 
this uh, this specialist, you know, uh, tells you how long the roof is going to last, when the parking lot needs repaving, and and he does an estimate. And this is like a forty-year study or something, you know, mm-hmm. at, at least thirty anyway, and. Um, uh, and all the components are addressed, and estimates are put in for what the cost would be now, and then they assume an inflation rate and all that stuff. But it gives you a really, really good picture, and that's a document that ends up in the status certificate when somebody is looking to buy a condo. Yeah. So, so this this engineer or potentially appraiser, or maybe we could even call them an auditor, they're going to go around. They're going to do a, a very analytical study of the building and the grounds. Uh, the common elements, correct? Not absolutely. Because in a condo, we have we have two two different uh, properties, don't we? We have the condominium corporation owns the exterior of the structure and all of the the grounds, mm-hmm. and the unit owner owns from the drywall in. You know. Yeah, and yeah. and so common elements could include. Well, it, it's patios, soffit, fascia. Yes, yes, patios. yes, yes. Uh, yep. Lockers, yes. Uh, uh, balconies. Now, some of these will be uh, elevators, hallways. Some of these are going to be for everyone to use, and some we we title exclusive use. Right, yeah. and and so how to what's a, an exclusive use common element? Uh, why 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 do we have all these different sort of elements like that? Well, um, because it's exterior to the unit, Mm -hmm. a balcony or a driveway, for instance, um, is exterior to the the unit proper, so it becomes a common element. But you don't want someone else parking in your driveway in front of your garage, Mm -hmm. so you get exclusive use of that space. And you don't want someone else sitting on your balcony out near the front door, your patio by the front door. Mm -hmm. So they designated exclusive use. Yeah, and and sometimes these uh, parking spots, sometimes they'd be an exclusive use common element, but sometimes they might be deeded, correct? Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's true, yeah. And and we we have in our community, we have examples of both. Yes, uh, one of the things, and, and I don't want to get off track here, but just came to my head. One of the things you talked about was, could you potentially hear a neighbor? Um, I think of two things, in, and, and maybe you could speak to these two things. I think of two things when I think of that. One is, not all condo buildings were created equal. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can talk a little bit about what might be done in different buildings to different degrees to prevent that. And two, who do we typically have attracted to the condo corporation? And and does that have any bearing on the kind of sounds you may or may not hear? As far as who who will end up living, who tends to live in a condo? Well, traditionally, it's um, uh, seniors who live in condos, Mm -hmm. uh, certainly in Coburg. Um, there are exceptions to that, and sometimes people will lease out their condo unit, mm-hmm. and they may lease it to uh, to a family, um, uh, you know, with uh, with young children and that sort of thing. But um, uh, that's the exception rather than mm-hmm. the rule. And um, there can even be bylaws and rules within that condo corporation on age limits for for that. Uh, I mean, there's there's case studies, Ontario case studies that have limited uh, age 
for, uh, you know, in, in my research, I was looking at that. And so apparently the, uh, the human, human rights sort of, uh, rulings yes. don't, don't apply to, in that aspect to condo corporations. Well, now that's 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 news to me because yeah. I thought that uh, you could not discriminate on the basis of age, and and so you couldn't call adult lifestyle yeah. community. Uh, yeah, I it was. You know, but yeah, I, I I read differently this past okay. week on that, and okay. and uh, you know what, it, it, a little bit of a you know a little bit of an yeah. eye opener for people. Yeah, yeah, and so before before I went here. Where were we, Jack? Do you remember where we were? <laughs> we were talking about disadvantages. Yeah, di- con- yeah, yeah, disadvantages of that, and yeah. and we were into. But I think we've pretty much covered any of that. Oh yeah, there's not. It, yeah. There are more advantages to disadvantages, in my opinion. You know, to mm-hmm. to living in a condo if you're ready for it. Oh, I know what we were talking about too. We were talking about that uh, engineer, uh, oh, yeah. an auditor going mm-hmm. through, and and so they're creating this report, and then based off this report. They're gonna. They're going to make some um, uh, advice on what what to do and potential how much it will cost. And yes. so, where does it? Uh, you know, there's going to be a journey now for this report, and because people are going to have to base decisions off of this report, what's the journey of this report now? Well, the report goes to um, the property manager who shares it then with the um, uh, condominium corporation. And uh, the condo corp will, will distribute this to all owners um, so that everyone is aware of what the projections are. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the next um, uh, AGM, the next annual uh, general meeting uh, where budgets are discussed, then this comes into play because you have to approve you know, the changes to the, to the condominium uh, fees, including the reserve fund allocation and this is where he, the, he, he will propose um, what the reserve fund allocation should be mm-hmm. and um, and th- and that's the basis on which the fees are, are are then built now in our line of work when when we're looking at uh, we have buyers and they're looking at potentially uh, purchasing a condo that reserve fund becomes a very critical piece of their decision making um, and and we refer to it as the health of the condo corporation. And what what are people looking for at that point if they're thinking about buying a condo? What what kind of things are they looking for within that status certificate? Um, they and their lawyers are when they review it are um, uh, are looking for, like you say, a healthy corporation where there's enough in the reserve fund to cover the the projections that are, you know, in the um, uh, in that estimate in that reserve fund study, They're, they don't want surprises in the reserve fund study. They don't want to see something that says, okay, next year you're going to have, uh, you know, a one hundred and fifty thousand dollar adjustment because you've got to do this job, that job, you know, all new balconies, all new windows and doors, and it, mm-hmm. you know, something of that nature. So uh, it's it's not so much what you want to see, it's what you don't want to see. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, when we're looking at, at the health of it, uh, the two separate things, condo unit will have a reserve fund, and they'll have a budget. Yeah. And they're, they're both for separate items, correct? 
yes, the, the reserve fund is for major capital items, and mm-hmm. the budget is basically for day-to-day operations. Right. And, and, and what I understand is the, uh, the reserve fund cannot be used for ongoing maintenance. Uh, I, I think, I believe it's stru- structured that way, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's it's for capital items. Yeah. It's for it's considered for major items. And so, if there's you know something that's broken that needs to be fixed, that's that comes out of the budget. That's an operating expense. Right. And now, how in the world do we get? How in the world do we get a reserve fund? Through contributions. And which which part of the condo fees? Absolutely. Correct? Absolutely. And a large part of the condo fee. The, is for the reserve fund. So, so uh, condo fees can include can n- not necessarily do include, but can include what kind of items, Jack? As the reserve fund and what else? Oh, the reserve fund, and then the, well, landscaping, uh, snow snow removal, garbage removal, um, uh, window cleaning. Um, uh, you know, all, all kinds of incidental things like the, mm-hmm. man, the management fee. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a lot of cases, the water charges, the town water charges and sewer charges, um, common lighting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so there's an electrical component as well. Um, uh, insurance. The condominium corporation pays for insurance for the for maintaining the exterior of the unit, there is an insurance factor, mm-hmm. and, and and you as an owner still have to pay for your own yes insurance for your belongings inside. But that's one of yeah. the benefits with yeah. condo ownership is that the insurance cost, the condo package, is cheaper than a homeowner's package because mm-hmm. you're not covering all. Some of it's already covered by the condominium insurance. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, so it's it's the the insurance for a condo owner is actually uh, cheaper. Yeah. So I mean. So when, when people are looking at condo fees and saying, oh, I don't like the condo fees, you really need to ask, what's involved? Yes. What's involved in it? What's included in those condo fees? And what am I paying today when I add all those things up in my, in my detached home? And when you think about it, when you look at the status certificate when buying a condo, um, there will be that reserve fund number uh, let's say there's uh, 10 units in the in the condominium um, corporation, uh, and let's say the reserve fund is sitting at uh, $100,000. Well, that's $10,000 per unit. That's already in the bank, essentially, mm-hmm. when you buy when you buy the unit, and that's to pay for future expenses. Yeah, and 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 so really, to think of it as a homeowner. As a homeowner of a detached home right now, I don't have to be responsible. I just, I, I don't have to put any money aside. When the next big item comes up, I, I have every right to just go into panic mode at that time and be unprepared. <laughs> right? That's right. <laughs> but with a condo corporation, you're dealing with multiple people and there's an accountability and responsibility to one another, which forces us into good habits. Absolutely. 
There's a lot more preventive work that is done, I think, with the condominium corporation. Mm -hmm. And especially if you're, um, there are a lot of cases in, in uh, Coburg of uh, multi-corporations joining together. Like the, there's a lot of developments where uh, one building went up and then and that became a condo corp and another building went up next to it and that became another condo corp. A phased in condo corporation. Exactly, yeah. phased in. And then once all the phases are complete, then all those condo corps get together and they share information. So if something happens in one building, you know, they share information with the others and they learn about it and they say, aha, we should, we should prevent against that. And I'm sure they would have some buying power when, when they're getting work done, I'm sure they sure. would get some preferential uh, front of line Absolutely. with contractors. I, I would hope so. I would think so. And for sure, there's there, that element uh, comes into play when it comes to things like, like grass cutting and snow removal. Mm -hmm. Everybody shares. All the corporations share in the cost. And uh, once again, economy of scale comes yeah. into play. Big, big, valuable contract for any service provider. Yeah. Well, Jack, we're going into our last break here. Uh, folks, you've been listening to Reality Realty, Northumberland 89.7 FM's local real estate talk. Join us after this break, and Jack and I will be continuing our talk on condos. We talk about local events and the people behind them. If you want greater exposure for an event, find out more by emailing info at northumberland897.ca. Tuesday at 7 p.m., a new show will be coming to Northumberland 89.7 called Happy Hour, a show about positivity and happiness, featuring stories, music, and guests. Join me, Elizabeth Kaiser, for an hour of happiness. Happy Hour, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. on Northumberland 89.7, truly local radio. Hi, I'm Sarah Jacob of SMM Law Professional Corporation. Are you concerned whether you will be paid for your recent work on a new home or a renovation? Are you a tradesperson tired of writing off unpaid accounts? A construction lien act or small claims court action may be part of the answer. We can help you decide if either option makes sense for you. Reach us at smmlaw.com or 905-372-3395 for competent and friendly service. SMM Law, we care for you. Welcome back. This is your local real estate forum, Northumberland 89.7 FM's Reality Realty with Dale Bryant. And our guest today, one of the pillars in Northumberland County's real estate community, Jack Dupuis. And Jack, we've been doing a lot of condo talk here so far. Yes, yes we have. Um, we, were, we were just talking uh, for a moment about stats, uh, the snapshot segment. And uh, so one of the things I do personally is I, I'm, I'm a... I'm a numbers guy. I love stats. Uh, I don't know what that says about me, but um, I, I, take, I take the condo stats every week too. I don't share them here or really anywhere. It's just for my own uh, information. But uh, stats on condos in Northumberland County. Uh, there have been nine residential condo sales over the past month. That leaves us with an inventory of 15 residential condos for sale at this time. Average selling price of successful sales over the past year is 325000 And these condos over the past year were sold on average at approximately 98% of their asking price in a market time of 37 days, which is uh, somewhat quicker than the average market time of, of residential homes in general. Northumberland condos are in a strong seller's market with an absorption rate at approximately 60%. 
based on the past month's sales trend, meaning we have a condo inventory that can satisfy approximately 1.7 months of sales at the rate homes have been selling. So they are, they are definitely in a, uh, in a strong, strong seller's market, whereas uh, residential real estate in general in our community, we're in a seller's market, but we're not at 60. We were at, I believe, 27%. So we're v- getting very close to the 20%, uh, which would indicate a balanced market. So, Jack, uh, board of directors, we've, refer- we've refer- uh, referred to a board of directors. Yes. Where in the world do these people come from? Who are they? <laughs> they are owners of, in, of units in the condo corporation. So any owner could become a board of director? A, a yes. Director? Yes. There is an election process, mm-hmm. um, although generally speaking, um, it's a position that uh, people volunteer for. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm the president of our board, okay, and we have eight, un- eight owners uh, in our corporation. And so um, we also have a treasurer and a secretary. So there are three, three of us who, of the eight unit owners who are directors of our corporation. In, in, in our Condominium Act, they, they specify you need at least three Yes. But if you had a bigger condo corp, more units, you, your your condo corp could decide to have more board members, couldn't they? I believe so, yep. yep. I, I tend to think, even though it's volunteer, and sometimes it's just maybe, I don't know what it's like because I've never been a condo member, but I wonder in some ways, in, in some organizations, uh, you know, you're at... Uh, your group meeting, and if you get up to go to the washroom, you might be nominated for a position, right? <laughs> um, I don't know if it's like that, but I got to think, I got to think you want to be very careful about who you have as a director in a condo board because some decisions can be made, some decisions have to be made by the group in a vote, but the board actually can make a certain amount of decisions for you. Absolutely. Absolutely, and it should be taken seriously. Yeah, and and uh, people should be nominated who, um, yeah, who not only want the job but um, have abilities to do the job. Yeah, and and so and not not necessarily somebody with these wild ideas. Uh, you know, be, I I think I think of a condo board a lot like I think of a community. Only for me, I think it's even more serious because a community, we just had our election. So we voted for mayor and we d- vote for dis- different positions. And, and they'll, have, they'll have some bearing on, on life in this ca- community. Definitely. I think, I think the condo board is even more critical because it has even more direct bearing well, on hits, your life. It hits pretty close to home, doesn't yeah, it? <laughs> it? It is home. <laughs> of course. Yeah. So board of directors, how long do they last? Um. I'm not sure. I don't know if I can. Uh, I've never done any analysis on that, but I can. I can tell you that. But is there a term it, that they typically? Oh yes. Will, yeah. Well, one to three years. One basically. to three years. Okay. Yeah, and and uh, oftentimes, if there are three members, they'll people will elect the, the bylaws will allow for one person to be replaced every year, so that there's some continuity. Mm-hmm. So it's a three-year term, and there's some continuity. But uh, a lot of them are, are on a year-to-year basis as well. They were set up like that originally, and they haven't changed. Mm-hmm. And so every year you have to have a new election. And um, uh, anybody, any of the members can, um, you know, can be nominated 
and um, uh, can run for the office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so there's board of directors. This, this isn't necessarily the group that manage the the property either. There's there's no. potentially another group called the property management. That's what's, correct. What's the what's the difference between the two, and and how do they maybe interact? Well, the day to day operations, the 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 um, contracts for uh, any maintenance work, any work being done uh, to the corporation is all done by the property manager. And that is an independent third party whose services are, are uh, contracted for by the board of directors. And so uh, that property management company will arrange for uh, quotes uh, for different jobs to be done. They'll arrange for the landscapers to come in, the snow plowers, and uh, anybody doing any of the work. They'll arrange for garbage pickup. They'll arrange for, um, and they pay all of the bills um, using condominium corporation funds. The, the, the monthly fees mm-hmm. are paid to them, and they deposit the reserve portion into the bank. Mm-hmm. on behalf of the corporation. Um, and sometimes they'll even invest that reserve using the corporate. The corporation has to be involved. The corporation, two signatures are required, for instance, to put um, uh, any of the uh, reserve funds into a long-term investment or something like that, you know, a GIC or the like. Uh, so, uh, but they do it. They mm-hmm. do it on behalf of the corporation. Um, so that, um, uh, and, and yet the... The, the condo board only meets occasionally and only, you know, discusses, you know, where we're headed, the trend and that sort of thing. For instance, we, we have a standard. We, we meet every quarter. Mm-hmm. The board of directors will meet every quarter to review the late the quarterly financial statement so that we look at the statement. We look at where the expenses were, were in the last three months and we look at... Uh, and knowing, you know, what is projected and what is, what is happening... There's good constant communication between the property manager and the board of directors. Mm-hmm. Constant. There's regular emails back and forth. So the property management company they answer to the board of directors. Yes, they do. Yeah. Yes, they do. So somebody, somebody thinking about purchasing a condo. I'll go back to that sort of scenario again. Somebody thinking about purchasing a condo. We, we already established earlier, they're going to want to see a status certificate. And that comes from the property management company, doesn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. They w- generate it. What's, what's, what's typically the process there, Jack? Like, how, yeah, and I'm thinking right, right at the offer stage, how does that potential buyer get a hold of that uh, status certificate and, and what's involved? And who pays for it? And what, what goes on there? Typically, it'll be in the agreement of purchase and sale, but typically the uh, buyer will request the status certificate within so many days, and that's also uh, stated in the offer, as you know. 
um, from the property manager. They'll have to pay the property manager typically $100. That's a mm -hmm. standard fee, and it's set by the government. Mm -hmm. um, and the property manager has a maximum of 10 days to get the status certificate out. And those are calendar days. Those are calendar days, not yep. business days. Right. 10 calendar days. They have to have the certificate in the hands of the person who requested it. And it's all it's all covered with, with paperwork that is uh, time-stamped and signed you know, mm -hmm. as to when the application, when the request went in and when you receive it. And and then uh, that buyer, that potential buyer, now they, they're going to be given X amount of days after receiving it to, you know, they, even though there's a whole lot of legalese in there, they should be making an effort to take a look at things, at least at least things like bottom lines on budgets and, and uh and funds and and especially rules right especially rules and regs you've yeah. got to know you've got to know whether or not you're going to be able to put uh, flower pots on the balcony mm -hmm. or whether you can have a dog or in in the in the suite those are those are important those or are, a barbecue yes or a barbecue on the deck yeah these are all those are all critical things that um, and and Oh, or or an awning. Whether you can put a mounted awning to the you know to to the outside of your unit. And and if the answer is yes, it, it is very likely that there's one company and one company only that can install the one style only. That's quite possible. Yeah, that's quite possible. Yeah, we've yeah. run across that. Yeah. So I mean that that's part of what you're you're going to want to look at. So you're going to want to look at it yourself, but the, it is it is very convoluted. And, and it's a stack of papers yes. that you absolutely should be relying on the help of your lawyer. And that's how the clause is worded. That mm -hmm. It's upon review by the lawyer, review and approval uh, by the buyer's lawyer. Yeah. Now, here's something is the minutes. Occasionally, I've had, I've had a buyer, uh, because they'll do their own research online and, and say, hey, we should be asking for a copy of the latest minutes of a meeting. We just want to see what are their issues they're tackling right now? How are they getting along? Uh, have you run into that before, Jack? Um, I haven't. I haven't. But I don't think there'd be any uh, issue. The only minutes that would probably be provided would be the minutes of the AGM, mm -hmm. the last AGM. Yeah. And and you know what? The first time I heard it, I thought, hmm, haven't, haven't run across that yet, but not yeah. a bad not a bad idea. No, I don't see anything wrong with that. Well, Jack, we're we're really getting close to the end of our show. Uh, I just I just also wanted to uh, point out too. You know, rules can include. You know, you can't go into your unit necessarily and just remove a wall. You need to oh, talk no. to your corp. Uh, you can't change plumbing fixtures or appliances necessarily. You need to go to your condo court for permission, and they they'll they'll have some ideas about if it can be done who will do it and how it will be done. Uh, ref flooring. I mean, flooring is a big one. You, you spoke earlier about soundproofing because there's rules. If you're putting down flooring, you just can't put it directly on the concrete, say um, there may be a layer of something, right, that needs to be and down. And in some cases, in some cases, if they're wood frame structures, you can't have hardwood. That may mm -hmm. be a rule of the corporation. Yeah, they're they're trying to prevent the drum effect and right. and protect everybody's uh, enjoyment of that property. Well, Jack, I thank you uh, so much for joining us this morning. I'm glad I finally could uh, we could find a time that would work for both of us. Really interesting information, but there's still more 
to think about and more considerations. And Jack, if somebody is thinking of uh, a real estate sale or purchase in the future, especially uh, today after talking about condos, what would be the best way for someone to contact you? Oh, my website. Our website. Our my son, my yeah. son Richard and I are business partners. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Our website is uh, www.jackandrichard.ca. And uh, and also, uh, folks, you could also, if you didn't get that, you could always contact me, and I would be happy to pass along uh, Jack's information, Jack and Richard's information uh, for you. Thank you again, Jack. And folks, if you have any questions or comments about today's show or for any real estate questions, feel free to contact me by emailing dale at dalebryant.ca. I'm an active real estate broker with Royal LePage Pro Alliance Realty Brokerage. And don't forget to join me next Thursday from 11 a.m. until 12 noon for Reality Realty on Northumberland 89.7 FM, truly local radio. Until next week, folks.